I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today's tough question is now. And boy, we're going to jump right into this transfer portal news that just keeps coming and coming and on the surface i can tell you what people are talking about in gainesville tuscaloosa oxford for the uh, talk shows that try to uh, hold themselves up to off the hook sports i can tell you what they're talking about they're saying tennessee's in shambles tennessee's going crazy because of the transfer portal are they you know you'll get a genuine answer here it's today's tough question brought to you by Andy Mason of AndyMasonRealEstate.com. Today's tough question. Take a side. Take a stand. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of OffTheHookSports.com. Okay, so if you want to go ahead and take part in today's tough question now, then you can do that. You can also... Give us your thoughts on the message board. So we have our options up. Can you read the options for me on today's tough question on YouTube where you can vote in our poll? Let's go ahead and get that up there. If people want to take part. And then we're going to tell you who the Vols will miss next year from the transfer portal and who they won't. So what are our options on YouTube right now? So Tennessee's transfer portal standing is a serious problem, slightly troublesome, part of the process or taking out the trash. Bye-bye. <laughs> Did you like that last one? Like that one. Like that one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. So on the surface, tell me where you would vote. And then I want to break down some of the defections that are coming down the pike. And there are new ones. If you haven't tuned in recently. So uh, your, your thoughts, where would you fall in there? I'm still at part of the process. I, I'm not going to say taking out the trash bye-bye. There are, some, there are a couple good players that entered the portal that I don't think Tennessee would have wanted to enter. But I think it's par for the course for every team to lose a couple of players that they may like into the portal. Tennessee hasn't lost Nico into the portal. They haven't lost Squirrel White into the portal. They haven't lost Omar Norman Lott or Arian Carter or James Pierce. I mean, when you talk about the weapons of weapons of weapons – Tennessee hasn't lost any of those type of players. I mean, so I, I can't sit there and say 
at this moment that it's it, now it may lean slightly troublesome because they have lost three potential starters for next year at defensive back in the portal into the portal one who now I think would have been a starter next year, but I say potential because we're not so sure they would have been starters given what else Tennessee has coming back there. So the only no, I, troublesome loss to this point has been Tyler Barron, who I do think is a very valuable commodity, but I don't think Tyler Barron is capable of being a number one edge rusher. I don't, sorry. He needed to play opposite Byron Young and then he needed to play opposite James Pierce. To be I think if you, if you exclude Tyler Barron, it's taking out the trash. Bye-bye, but I'm going to go part of the process, which right now leads at 33%. Uh, slightly troublesome, twenty-eight percent. A serious problem, seventeen percent. And taking out the trash, baba, is twenty-two percent. So let's go ahead and dig in to what the Vols could very well be losing. Now, I do want to say this, not as any sort of disclaimer that these guys are coming back, or that I believe they're coming back, or anybody within the program has told me that they're coming back. None of that, okay? But you can come back. But Josh Heupel would have to take you back. So just so everybody knows, because it's a fairly new thing. We're talking about, what, five years since the transfer portal? You can go into the portal and go back to your school, but your scholarship is not held for you. So these are not definite defections, but certainly when you enter the portal, you have made public your intentions that you're not real happy with what's going on in your current school, whether that's because of your checkbook, B-I-N-I-L, playing, championship runs, whatever the case may be. But here's the latest. Senior safety Tamarian McDonald and junior cornerback Deshaun Rucker on Monday became the fifth and sixth volunteer defensive backs. Defensive backs, not overall transfer portal players. Defensive backs, six, to enter the NCAA transfer portal. It joins Warren Burrell, Jack Luttrell, Danico Slaughter, and Brandon Turnage. Burrell announced Sunday night on social media that he's transferring to Georgia Tech, so he's definitely gone. All right, so there you have that group. Now, what do we know about McDonald? McDonald played in 42 games for Tennessee, made 24 starts, 116 tackles, eight and a half tackles for a loss, four interceptions, notching a career-high 10 stops against Alabama on October the 21st. Signed in, uh, with Tennessee in uh, 2020. As for Rutger, uh, he's about as good as Wes Rutger at playing football with uh, Go Balls 24-7, who I love. I love Wes. Uh, we need to have him on the show sometime. All right, so um, your thoughts. Let me start with you, Caleb, and what this means for Tennessee's program. Because I have, I have a theory. And I'm, I'm going to propose it, and I'm going to write a column about it later today. I have a, a theory that I feel pretty strongly about. I'll go ahead and hint and tease. It's it's optimistic uh, for, for the Tennessee fans out there. But I want to get your thoughts just surface first, and then we'll dig deeper into it. It's brought to you by Andy Mason, andymasonrealestate.com. There is nobody with better prices Nobody with better service than AndyMasonRealEstate.com. Support our sponsors. They mean a lot to us. That's why we're here. I can tell you I've known Andy Mason since we were in high school. Things we did, I don't want to tell you about. But Andy Mason is a fantastic person. AndyMasonRealEstate.com. All right, so you say it's part of the process. That leads me into Caleb's thoughts now. Caleb, what are your thoughts on this mass exodus of defensive backs? So this is... There was only a few possibilities 
the first and simplest could be NIL money. Maybe they got now. Now I think that's the least likely. I don't think Jack Luttrell got offered some a bunch of NIL money to leave Tennessee. No disrespect to Jack Luttrell. I, I wish him the best in all of his future endeavors, whatever he does. I just don't think he got offered some more NIL money to go elsewhere. So and he wasn't playing. And he wasn't playing. He I mean, wasn't playing. Let's, let's not be mean to anybody. But if there's anybody on this list that's leaving because he wants to get on the field, it's him, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I guess in a workaround, that is NIL because you can't get your NIL money until you get on the field and you're not going to get on the field at Tennessee. And so that's probably the calculation he made. Um, uh, Caleb, but... I, uh, Caleb I, I hate to let you in on a little secret, but Jack Luttrell called us and was staying at Tennessee and wanted to do the ball report with Jack Luttrell. I wouldn't pay him. So he's nowhere. He's not even exactly. in the ball. He's not even in the ballpark of nil money. By the way, uh, the ball report with Jacob Warren, the ball report with Cooper May is coming up later today. Be sure and hit that like and subscribe button. Continue, Caleb. I'm sorry. It's okay. So where I met with this is the red flag to me was yesterday to Marion McDonald. I didn't see this coming because of all the transfers to Marion McDonald. I was sure was locked into a starting spot next year, and I. I so either, either there's the issue with Willie Martinez, which you talked about yesterday, or Tennessee is so high on their young defensive backs and so high on their incoming defensive backs that Tamarian McDonald knows that even though he started this past year, he's going to be relegated to the bench, which is a good sign for Tennessee. That means Tennessee secondary will be dramatically better next year. But I got to say, I thought they'd be dramatically better this year, and I was wrong. So I, I, you know, I've kind of given up thinking the secondary is going to be dramatically better. Although I take that back, secondary was dramatically better this year. Y'all can think I'm crazy for that, but it was significantly better than 2022. Well, I, I don't know about dramatically. I just think there are a bunch of dudes that aren't very good at playing defensive back in the SEC. I mean, I hate to, I hate to make it that simple. Now, I think coaching is a factor in that, and you mentioned the Martinez factor. So, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So where is Tennessee with Willie Martinez? Are they going to offer him another year? He is the only coach that doesn't, the only assistant coach that doesn't have a contract that goes beyond this year. Technically, uh, it's it's up after this season, which I would assume would be the Citrus Bowl. 
It doesn't mean they're not going to keep him. doesn't mean he wants to be here. I've heard rumblings that he's not real crazy, and I don't think Tim Banks is real crazy about coaching with this offense in place. That doesn't mean they're not going to stay there, and that doesn't mean they're they're not going to be eventually happy if they win championships. But right now, it is a frustration. We all have frustrations in our job, and I think it's frustrating when you have a program that's so built around an offense that it somewhat hampers what you can do in practice and your guys are on the field for about 800 plays a game. So I And let's be that. honest, defensive backs don't want to commit because of that. That's why it's hard to get talented defensive backs if you're Tennessee. They know what system they're going into if they commit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you got to find the guys that want it. And you know, Deion Sanders has come up on this this program a lot and he was a guy that wanted to face the the number one guy that wanted to return punts and was upset that he didn't wanted to play receiver, even though he looked like he was lost out there. Uh, you want guys that want it so that you're going to have to find guys that want it and shut down. And he guys. wanted the pressure of having to win the Super Bowl, hence why he signed with San Francisco and then went and signed with Dallas. And right. He, I mean, he, he embraced the pressure that the expectations that came with it. Absolutely. It was on the front page of Sports Illustrated. So those are, are, those are the guys when he signed with the Cowboys. Those are the guys that you're looking for. Um, th those guys are not that out you're going to get a Deion Sanders. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not saying Deion Sanders, but those are the guys that say, Hey, look at well, I get to go out there and I have an opportunity to make more plays. Okay. And Fred said this, Fred White said this, said, I would love to play defense with this offense in place because the other team's going to be throwing the ball around a lot to try to come back theoretically when things are going well on offense. And I'm going to have an opportunity to make more interceptions, make more plays. That's what it's all about. Uh, McDonald is a loss. Rucker is not, um, I don't think, a significant loss, even though he is related to Wes. Just kidding, Wes. Um, Rucker Wes was is about as athletic. Wes is about as athletic as me, so we can we can joke around about that. What was that? Rucker was a speed guy, but as like Rucker and Christian Charles were both recruited as cornerback because of their speed. But as you know, Dave, speed does not translate to playing cornerback at all. Agreed. Um, did Nico Slaughter, I think, may be an NIL thing. Um, I think Danico Slaughter and Tyler Barron both may be an NIL thing. Listen, they're gonna, and we're gonna talk about this later in the program. They've got to scrape together some money to pay some other people. And Tyler Barron referred to that, liked a tweet on Twitter that you're gonna have to protect this eight million dollar quarterback, uh, referring to Nico. So um, I think I think slaughter is an NIL thing. Uh, turnage maybe to some extent, but have you thought about this? Here's just a theory. Okay. I'm going to throw this out there. Who would you project right now as the top five defensive backs? If all of these dudes left all of these, if, if, if everyone, every defensive back we talked about, who would you project as the top five? And I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. We didn't discuss that in the 345 a.m. meeting. The top five still remaining at Tennessee? And the starters. The starters that will come in, uh, underclassmen, whatever, just okay, top yeah. five. For mine, it's obvious. I mean, it corner, I, it's cornerbacks. I think it's going to be Jordan Matthews and Ricky Gibson the third. I think it's safety. Wesley Walker has the free safety spot locked in. And I think the two questions were strong safety and nickel. Tamarian McDonald was the star guy. So that's where there's a question at star. Strong safety, I'm all in on Boo Carter. I think Boo Carter steps in and starts immediately. Um, I have heard enough about him. 
where I'm getting, maybe I'm getting swept up in the reports surrounding him, but I'm pretty high on the idea that he's going to start a strong safety, like, like immediately and largely because Larry Slade is not coaching and thinking that we should, that, that uh, Tennessee should start some other random, you know, veteran who can't play over Eric Berry. <laughs> I think I have a feeling what they'll do is they'll flip boot to free and move Walker up to strong, but nevertheless, those are your two safeties. The corners would be the two young guys in Matthews and Gibson. And who's your, who's your nickelback? My star. I am totally lost without Tamari McDonald. That's why Tamari McDonald raised the red flag for me yesterday. Um, I maybe John Slaughter is, uh, but that is one where, you know, it's uh, people. I, I just saw him on the message board. It's not going to be Andre Tarantine. Sorry. I saw enough. He can't play. He never should have been a four star. And I know I said that about Dante Thornton, and I think I might have been proven wrong, but Turrentine has been in the system longer, and he's barely saw the field. Or it could be actually Christian Harrison or Jordan Thomas, you know, the son of Rodney Harrison. Because a lot of yes. playing nickel or safety, Dave, is about how well you understand the game, right? More than anything else. Uh, sure. And I'll tell you this. I like Gabe Judy Lolly a lot more than you. I, um, I keep forgetting about Gabe Judy Lolly. It's him. He'll play nickel. Yeah, so, I mean, Gabe Judy Lolly came in and said, I don't care if I start. I just want to learn to play every position so I can help. I mean, that's like somebody walking into my office and saying, I don't care um, what I do. I don't want any credit on the website or the show. I just want to transcribe all your quotes. Okay, that would be awesome. Um, I love that guy. I mean, that one statement alone, if he were terrible, I would still stand up for him. So, I like Gabe Judy Lolly. So we're talking about a group that, and I might do the rankings this afternoon. We're talking about a group, and I know that Derek's saying not in the slot, but on the edge. I get that. We're, we're just kind of talking about the top five here. Gabe Judy Lolly theoretically could be a guy who could play safety and you could walk Walker up into that nickel star position, theoretically. And we're just we're throwing stuff out there. Those are the top five guys. That ain't a bad group if Gibson and Matthews come anywhere close to living up their recruiting hype. Now, I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke and tell you that everything is going great because depth is an issue. One or two of those guys go down, and you've lost all your depth to the transfer portal. So nothing's grand about this. But I think at least two of those guys, if not three, were asked to cruise on out and I think Tennessee upgrades at corner based off talent with Gibson and Matthews. So do I think it's time to raise the red flag in the secondary? No, I don't. And to be honest with you, a lot of those guys play man because we, what they do up front, they're going to be challenged. But let's face it, if Tennessee doesn't pressure the quarterback the way this defense is built, they're not going to win a lot of football games defensively anyway, right? Exactly. No, that's true. This is all about the pressure that's gotten up front. And I fully agree. And for those who it's funny, Rucker hit the portal. So I think Christian Charles is one of only three members of the 2021 class left on the team, maybe less because Jeremiah Crawford's out of eligibility, right, Dave? So JJ Crawford's gone. Oh, so I think gone, it's just, yes. yeah, Christian Charles and Jalen Wright may be all that's left. And Jalen Wright's going to be gone probably from all sources we hear to the NFL. So, but guys, I just have to tell you all this. If you were a member of the secondary and you've been in the system for three years and you weren't starting and you saw how the secondary played, you probably can't play at this level. Am I right, Dave? I mean, that, 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 that there is, if there, one, in, in, 
it all things being equal, if you're a program at your peak, if you're a program at your best, Tennessee in the 90s, the reliable players were starting, or at least rotational players, by their third year, weren't they, Dave? Almost always. They were making an impact. Completely agree. I couldn't have said it better myself. Listen, if you can't find your way onto the field by your junior year, barring injury, the problem is probably not the program or the scheme. The problem is probably you. 